This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. Bez, what do you love? Well, John, it's a new sponsor and I'm loving it. For me, double quarter pound a meal. What are you having? Oh, it's got, got to be the chicken nugget share box. To myself, there's no sharing, but well, to myself. That goes without saying. But what yeah. dip? Oh, barbecue. It's a barbecue dip. Yeah. But where can people get it? So, yeah, where can you get it? You can order via the McDonald's app. Um, it's via participating restaurants only. 18 plus. Rewards. Registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. So, see mcdonalds.com for full details. There's a team that we all love Playing out of person town They've had a few promotions But always end up going down Play up, play up, for fail 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 Welcome to the Ale and Vale podcast It's Thursday the 23rd of February and we're reviewing the Morecambe game from Tuesday. So I'm joined by Johnny and Steve. Johnny, before we get into it, good time in Hamburg. Yeah, mate, banging. Absolutely class. And you were um, there, seen friend of the show, Ryan, and all the young, how were they? Oh, mate, like, literally, it was in a basement with about 50, 60 other people, like, and it was top quality. And I'll tell you something the Germans can do. Fucking clapping time. It was brilliant. No. Efficiency, I'm... top class efficiency is what it was. No, <laughs> don't, don't tell Vale fans that you're not allowed that. Yeah, no, it, honestly, mate, it was a top weekend. Like the the Germ- German lads treated us to an absolute beer fest as we landed. Um, got me angry actually. They wouldn't let me buy a pint. It's like, come on, yeah. just like let me buy you a pint. We, but yeah, started buying pictures and um, yeah. It was, it was a good weekend, really good weekend. Football was good on the um, Sunday as well, which was nice. Yeah, Hamburg. Yeah, went to see Hamburg. That, that was decent. They they defend like Vale. Um, there there was the goal that they conceded was literally handed to him on a plate. So that was nice. That some things some things don't change. Yeah. But yeah, they, they won. Vale won. And what one more can you ask for for a weekend? Yeah, sounds good to me. Sounds good to me. Steve, you made the trip up to Morkman, you did Johnny on Tuesday. We did. We did, yeah. Yeah, it was uh, it, it was one of them, really. I've been to lots and lots of Vale games. I've seen lots of games like that when there was just, they were a bad side and we just didn't show any quality. Then the, M, then the M6 kept going down to one lane all the way back. And it was just, it was like, just what you don't need. You should get, get home. Steady 70 miles an hour, whatever the speed limit is. You know, get yourself home. What the three lanes at junction where it was, and just as you're getting towards nuts with three three down to one again, it just wasn't what was needed. Mackey's was closed on the service station because I dropped my brother off at Lim Services because I always meet him there when we go north. Mackey's was closed, so I couldn't get a cup of coffee. It was just, just wasn't a great night, all in all, really. It was one time bad time to be alive, yeah, yeah. And when you say 70 mile an hour on the motorway, that was aimed at uh, Mr. Amos, (laughs) not Tom, but his dad, who was definitely doing 70 mile an hour when he passed you on the motorway. He was doing about 72, I think. (laughs) Oh, Mr. Amos, you be careful. 
We don't the, want the flying carpets. We just want normal carpets from home choose carpets. <laughs> I think the flying carpet mobile was as pissed off as the rest of us. I just wanted to get home. Yeah, maybe he was looking for a whole new world with his flying carpet. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He has started calling Tom Aladdin, and he. <laughs> oh, I didn't need this today. <laughs> and if you want a magic carpet, get yourself to home choose carpets. Give mm. Tom a call, tell him Bezza sent you, he'll give you some free grip rods. Tell him Jafar sent you. Could do, could do. <laughs> Talking about home choose carpets, a steps rug on the way, Johnny. But Tom's got it in his van, he says. It's in his van, there we go, it's on the way. Um, right, let's get into Mork and then let's have a quick look at the stats. Unfortunately, we have to, and then I'll let you two talk about the game because I watched it at home. Uh, I can't find my stats. Here we go. Vale v Mork and finish. Mork and one, Vale nil with a goal from Adam Mayer on the 51st minute. Possession. So, just before you go further, 17 years old that boy is. Oh. 17 years old, and he looks a quality player. They're going to make some money out of him. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I had to look up whether I, I assumed he wasn't there, to be honest. You know, like he was on loan. I was, you know, like you get one of these like, from the Prem or something, but he was the best player on the pitch. Yeah. Well, I was talking to him, like walking down, um, a Morecambe fan, obviously spotted the accent that, that we were talking, and he was an older geezer, but. Yeah, just was really interested in having chat. So walked all the way down to the ground with him from where we'd parked and was talking to him. And he he, he said about him, he said, look, he's he's some serious player. He says he's the, probably the best player he's ever seen at Morecambe. And he said he'd been going 30 odd years. So that's that's a big statement at 17, isn't it? And yeah. I'll tell you what, he kind of came across that way because he's, he's, he was energetic. He, he, he was, Running was brilliant and... Yeah, he'll, he'll, go, he'll go for some serious money. So there's no point in saying I'd like signing him. <laughs> we silly don't have a player like that in midfield. Talking yeah. about players you'd like to sign, Cole Stockton didn't look up for it at all, did he? He has My down team. tools, he has. He has definitely down tools. Yeah, yeah. He's one that I think perhaps we go on the skip and just not bother. That's uh, yeah. Bad. All I'd say about that is the way I think we said before they managed that situation terribly. They should have sold him in the summer because he's going to he's, he's done nothing. He could all season, so he'll walk around free. He might not get as good a move and as much money as he would have done when his stock was higher. That's just a properly lose lose situation. I don't know what you thought, Johnny, but he could not wait to get off the pitch away from Smith. He could he he didn't fancy it one little bit. Yeah. It, it... You could you could tell from kickoff the first ball that was pumped up to him, he just was like, I don't need this in my life. So yeah. Yeah, my, my time here is coming to an end. I just want to get through the season and don't want to get injured, is what it looked like to me. And yeah, come across that he, way on the tally. When he went down, like you know, sometimes people think he, he wasn't trying to run that injury off. You know, he was all, he was halfway off the pitch before the physio got on. You know, it's uh no he didn't I don't I wouldn't judge him on those performances. But if you just watched him as like, and you didn't know who he was or what any of, his, any of the backstory, you think, Christ, you won't be touching him with a barge pole. He's shite. Yeah. 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 So, as we say, 1-0, possession stats. And one of my favourite sayings, Johnny, is possession doesn't win games. No, and it didn't. It definitely didn't. 
59. So very close to their 41. Total shots, nine for Morecambe, 13 for Vale. So we had more shots on yeah, target. Did we, though? Well, we had 13 to their nine. Yeah, I don't I think I think a couple of them are the count the counting a couple of Sammy's efforts as shots and you're clutching at straws if that's the case. We'll get on to him later. On yeah. target, two for Morecambe, three for Vale. Off target, four for Morecambe, five for Vale. Neither side had a clear cut chance according to this. That's bollocks. I'm just going to say was Ben Garrity's, would you call that clear cut? I'm, I'm not on about Garrett. He's there's in the second half where he missed an open goal. Oh, uh, yeah, the one where it went under his foot, basically. Yeah. Well, we, we, hit the, we hit the bar. Pat hit the bar as well. Know yeah, that one's hit. a clear-cut chance, though, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's decent hit one to that one. Yeah, but, very good hit from outside the I, box. I, probably can't, I, I count Gavin Masses as a clear-cut chance where he missed it after Ben. Um, ben Ben's shot was saved. Yes, the Eddie. Yeah, it's just... Yeah. Stats are stats, aren't they, sometimes? You know? Yeah. And corners, we had three to there too. So there's your corner count. I'll tell you, tell you something what I did like as well. But what's the more positives? Connor fucking Ripley, their keeper. I love the I loved the shit he was giving the Vale fans after. It was brilliant. The sort of shit I was with, after you've been calling him a fat bastard for 90, well, 45 minutes down there, that he, turn, he turns around and gives it Billy Big Beans and gets everyone all a bit excited, doesn't he? Yeah, so, yeah I... I'm 100% all for that because I'm of the opinion if you're going to be abusing a player all game, which we were, not particularly me, but we were, um, that if he turns around and gives it a bit back, you've got to take it in the same spirit that you've been giving it to him. Yeah. You know, he did that thing as well when Vale were building a bit of momentum, when Kovlan-esque pulled his hamstring, didn't he? Killed <laughs> the game for two, killed the game for two minutes, up again, up again. Yeah, you've got a bit about him, wasn't he, you know, and um, I don't have a problem with that at all. You know, if you're giving it out, you've got to take it. Agreed. What does wine milk? Go on, Johnny, I'll go on. I was just about to say, before that, statistically, he's the third best keeper in the league as well. Yeah, there you go. So, what winds up is when a player who you've given no stick to just turns and starts giving it the fans. But when oh, yeah. you give a player stick, by all means, give it back. I've got no issue was, with that. And don't cry about it as a Vale fan if you've given yeah. a stick and he gives you some back. Do you remember Carlisle away last year? Yes. Their lad that scored, that yes. was, was a West Brom loney that yeah. was giving it Billy Big Bollocks for no yeah. reason whatsoever. Yeah, and that, I can't remember his name now, so that tells you how good he was. Exactly. And he, he's the sort of thing that angered me because it was no need. Yes. Connor Ripley last night, top quality banter. Yeah. Akin Penwar's done it loads to Vale fans. Like, yeah. Scored. Expect him giving it you back when you're giving it to him. No issue with that. The Rochdale lad did it, didn't he? When he equalised in the yeah last, last year, last yeah. year equalised last minute. On Tuesday night, that was it. I was right, yeah, I was right level with him. Yeah, Matt Smith done it when we played for him. When he when he played when we beat Lake Norrie last year, and he came on yes. near the the the, uh, the DC knee slide. Matt Smith yes. was giving loads, and at the end, to be fair to, as he walked down by the lowest, he smiled and gave everyone a wink because they said, "You know what? Fair news." Yeah. But yeah, don't cry as a Vale fan and say, oh, the keeper said this to us when you've given him all game. If you've given it to him, take it back. And if you can't yeah. take it back, don't give it. Yeah, but I, he's the sort of keeper I'd like as well. He, he seemed to have everything for me. He commanded his area well. There was one time in the first half where he was barking orders and you could hear him in the away end. And it's like, it, it just the sort, sort of player I, I'd love for us to sign. And he only signed a 12-month deal. 
last year at Morecambe. So there you go, DC. There you go, Flickers. Bit of... And listening to the price of football, the, their supposed takeover is hitting a bit of turbulent water, I think it's fair to say. Yeah. It's got, got Crawley written all over it, that has. Well, apparently the bloke, this 20-year-old who's meant to be buying them, hasn't provided any evidence or anything of funds as of yet, and he's been asked for it from the EFL. There's a shark. Yeah. So, well, we'll see. Well surprise. Dad, Daddy won't yeah. give him the keys to the bank account just yet. No, and apparently Tyson Fury said he's not interested if it falls to them. Well, yeah, he got bombed out the first time, didn't he? That's why. So yeah. Yeah. He, he's a bit toys out the pramask. And then in about three months' time, if it goes tits up, he'll be talking about buying him again and then won't. Yeah. It'd, it'd, be, it'd be the AJ fight all over again. He doesn't want to fight him, so he'll just talk about it. Yeah, well, he's, he's applied to. He's going to live in Wilmsley, though, isn't he, Tyson Fury? You just had Is planning it? permission knocked. Yeah, you just had planning permission knocked back near where Paddy McGuinness and all them live on Aldley Edge. I read it in the paper because I was looking for his house on Tuesday. We walked past this big house. Turned out we old people's home, and I kept telling everyone that was his house. Just because <laughs> it got a caravan outside, a fountain, and some you dogs. Josie. Yeah, some dogs. Yeah. So, yeah, moving away from Tyson Fury, let's go on to the match. Um, Johnny, did you message me before the match? I did. You did? Let's have a look then. I think I was, I was... quite positive, so that, that that ended well, didn't it? Yeah, I was too busy playing with me fire. <laughs> Is that what you call it now? Yeah. No, I've had log burner put in the living room. So... I know. We even here Tuesday. Was I where? Were you at home playing with your fire on Tuesday? I was. I was. In all fairness, that's why I missed the goal. Huh. <laughs> you were playing with the fire? Yeah, I was playing with the fire. It was first night I could light it Tuesday. got fitted Monday and finished on Tuesday. So it was first time I could light it. So I was playing with the fire, so I missed the goal. So that's why I'm going to let you and Steve talk about the game, because I was just setting fires in my living room. You're a fucking caveman, aren't you, sometimes? Yeah. Come on, us blokes love a fire, don't we? Uh, we do. Uh, uh, I like a fire. <laughs> I love a fire. Love a fire. And love my log burn. It's on now. Roaring away. So, yeah, you did message me, Johnny. One of the two strikers should start, but can see why Massey gets the nod. Conlon then makes sense if Ojo has a knock. Other than that, happy with the 11. Before, happy with the 11. Performance news go up a gear. What do you mean there? I meant performance needs to go up a gear. Ah, performance needs to go up a gear. Well, that was- didn't happen, did it? Yeah, I was texting and walking at the same time. It was cold. Ah, uh, fan. One cold in front of the fire. Yeah, well, I, I, I wish I was in front of your fire. Yeah, <laughs> beautiful. Beautiful. Or was cold, yeah. Stockton. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, thoughts on that, Johnny? I yeah. It's fair before kickoff. It is what it is, isn't it? I, th- I, I think, well, Proctor didn't really have much of a, a chance, but I don't think Harrison made any positive impact when he came on but I'll caveat that with the fact that apart from two players everyone else in my opinion was really wank going forward so I, I don't think he had much much service either so yeah, it was, yeah. It's, frust- it's frustrating for going forward and this is the thing that's that, like Paddy you probably want to turn off now because you keep telling me I, sh- I should be happy that we're, we're going to stay up and I would have bit your hand off. And, and yeah, all that's true. But based on that 90 minutes, it doesn't matter. You've, you've got to call a spade a spade. We had possession for possession's sake. And attacking-wise, we were fucking clueless. Like, it, was, it was painful to watch. 
And there was there was two players on that pitch going forward that looked like they were footballers, and that shouldn't be the case. Was one of them a centre half as well? No, he wasn't actually. Um, I was thinking, well, Fodish, I thought he did okay driving forward. Yeah, he did. He did all right going forward, but there's only so much he can do. Like Garrity, Garrity did really well, and Clark's sub was confusing to drop him further back. I thought we lost. We lost that drive from midfield when he went further back, and I thought I thought Matty Taylor was brilliant doing what a striker does, but he was feeding off limited service, and it, it's again it, it it's hard when one of your most consistent players has a shitter, your enigma has a shitter, and that's basically where. <laughs> Where our game's based on, isn't it? Going down the wings, and if both of them are having a shitter, then it's all it's hard. Mm. That's fair. That's fair. So let's finish with the coaching staff, as in finish this section, not the podcast. Um, yeah. Rating for the coaching staff on the night: five for the coaching staff. Thought eleven was there or thereabouts, and I could see the thought process with Massey. Um, Subs-wise, I thought we left it too late. It was crying out at half-time to get Harrison and or Proctor on the pitch, probably asking for both a bit much, but getting one of them on the pitch at half-time, it was crying out. Again, that's no knock on Massey. I don't think he was bad, but you could you could see that his best work was when he was drifting out wide and then he was trying to put balls into Matty Taylor's head and it's just a little pointless. Um, and then, yeah, apart from that, the, the the other subs were much of a muchness and Jamie Proctor just needs to learn to get in the fucking box because there's no point bringing him on if you're going to put him left, like if he's going to hang out playing left wing. So that was frustrating, but that's a Jamie Proctor trait by the looks of it. And I don't know how you, I don't know how you fix that. Yeah, I'd agree with everything. I thought the team was pretty much spot on. Um, be, I would, obviously, if you've got one of the seven forwards, you fit your playing. But I think if you send the team out that one on Saturday, they don't turn up. Realistically, the manager can't make eleven changes. And I agree with you. There was two players who looked like they were going to do something going forward. Harrison, to me, still looks a bit short of confidence in front of goal. Uh, but as you say, he was feeding off scraps. And I like Taylor a lot. He makes he's clever. He makes he makes runs down the side, and he will definitely benefit from playing up front with somebody close to him, a proper centre forward. And him and Harrison, on paper, and for all the world to be look like they should be a good partnership. But obviously, time will tell whether it is. And Harrison needs to find some confidence and, and get some rhythm back. But they have they the the respective qualities should fit in well together, and it'd be interesting to see if and when they can start the game together as a proper proper front two. Yep, I think that's fair. And who knows, maybe it'll be this Saturday at Bolton. Let's see. Um, so, let's start with you, Johnny. In goal, oh dear, I'll put my tin hat on. <laughs> yeah, I think, I, I think, I think people need to calm themselves down. It, it made a mistake. Keeper makes a mistake, it's going to lead to a goal. The Coveland stuff is really his ugly head again. He stamped on someone in the first half of the season. He got bombed out. Played four games, conceded 12 goals, got bombed out. 
played the last five games. Didn't get sent off, but conceded 13, 14 goals. And he's been bombed out to the last five again. So if he's not getting in the Chesterfield squad, he's not improving hours. That's the first thing I'm going to say. The second thing I'm going to say is Stone... Stone's kicking was brilliant on Tuesday. At one one stage, he took a goal kick on the left-hand side of the box, clipped it out to right wing, inch perfect. So he's got the makings to really help this team in the way that we're playing. He's just a little short of confidence because it's his, what, second game back since being, his last game being December in, for, in the Salford game? Was that when we played Salford in the piss pot? Would have been, yeah. Yeah, so it's his, it's his first game back. Keepers, keepers no, are different. He played the last. He played on Saturday at Vale Park. Yeah, so is his second game back? Yeah, you just said first, I think. Uh, I meant second, but right. I, I just I, I think you look at it right. He's had two things to do all that game, and he's fucked one of them up. Other players on that pitch are getting away scot free because he did that, and I'll tell you something like. You know I love that I love Sammy Robinson. You know I think he's a special talent. But if Aiden Stone made as many mistakes as Sammy Robinson made, it, we would have lost about 30, 30, 40 nil. Because at one point Sammy had a five yard ball rolled to his feet and he just looked like go out for a throw in. So uh, people have got to put it in perspective the actual performance. Was it a bad performance? No. Was it a mistake to concede a goal? Yes, it was. So therefore, for me, if he gets a five, I, I don't I don't get this clamouring for another keeper to be bombed out because what what, what do they want? Do they want Ruben Perry come back and, and, and play now because we've tried tried the other two? Or do they want Jack come back because everyone's saying Jack's head and shoulders above him now? And two weeks ago, Jack Jack was the worst keeper and Stone needed play. It's also the same people that are asking for Tommy and Planty to come and play but aren't trusting a 23-year-old keeper. It's it, it's bonkers. It's we want to develop him. Now's the best time to do it. If everyone's telling me we're safe, like it, it's almost like people are still worried. And I don't, I don't, I don't get the, I don't get the all of a sudden he's a shit keeper. I don't, I, don't, I really don't understand it. Steve. Yeah, um, it was a bad mistake for the goal. You shouldn't be getting beat at your near post. It looked bad live from the other end of the ground. It looked worse since I've seen it. But I think where Stone's been unlucky, had he been playing playing the last 15 or so games and been um, exemplary, not made any mistakes, he'd have a body of work to fall back on where people can say, yeah, he's made that's his first mistake in X amount of games. He's been brought back in, he's under a lot of pressure and he didn't, for him personally, he didn't need, need that mistake to happen in that, you know, he never need to make a mistake, but for him to happen so soon into his return reflects, you know, is, is unfortunate for him. And then people start battering him, but we had 60% of possession. We created next to nothing. He, he just made one mistake in the game. Now, when you keep, you keep him a mistake, we all know that costs you a goal and it's amplified by the, the masses. I think five's fair. His kicking is really good. You know, that I remember the one he clipped out to the wing. He's got his starting positions good. He just dropped a bollock. I think it's as simple as that. And I hope he recovers. And I said on Saturday that I wanted to see him play the rest of the season. And I still do. You know, we've got to give him a chance to cement the place or not. 
and you and after one little mistake, one well, one mistake, you can't go bringing Stevens back. And if he makes a mistake, then bringing Stone back. You need consistency. And Lucas is a sales chip now. We need to forget that. And whatever happens, he's gone in the summer. Stevens is gone. So you know, we need we need to start looking forward and give Stone the chance. Yeah, right. Let's be honest. If Jack Stevens had made that mistake, we'd be hammered in. Yeah. So, yeah. but that's so, that's because it's nice first one of the season, though. Yeah, but I'm just going to say so. In the interest of being unbiased towards one goalie from the other, terrible mistake, and you both called that out. I missed it, as I say on Tuesday, but I've watched it back tonight. He should be saving that 100. He should be saving that. Do I want Jack Stevens back in goal? No. Up to that point, I'll be totally honest with you. I remember thinking, do you know what? Stoney's having a good game here. Because yeah. there was one where they fizzed a crossing and he come out at the near post, gathered it before they got a chance to get in and anyone touching. I'd say his kicking was good. The mistake's an absolute owler and no League One goal should be getting beat there. But, no, but I, let's stick with him and see the season out with him. I think over the course of the season, though, I bet everyone, I bet everyone has been caught out with something like that. Oh, yeah, to be fair, Jamal Blackman, I saw the other week on the Football League show, got caught out with one that he shouldn't have done. So, yeah, it, as you say, it gets amplified when a goalie gets caught out. Didn't, didn't, you, didn't you say in the, in, the, in the group chat that Alisson and Courtois had been caught out as well? Oh, um, haven't, you, what, haven't you seen them yet? No, I haven't no, seen I'm them. Not, no, I've not either. The Courtois one, he's got the ball at his feet. No, it's bouncing. And he takes his knee... Before he gets to kick it, which means that he kicks fresh air and the ball falls to Sally, who's got an empty net to kick it into. And the Allison one, the ball's played back to him. And all he's got to do is pass it out to a Liverpool lad. He passes it, he hits the Real Madrid forward that's chasing him, and it loops over him and goes in. Yeah, so, so, they, so that's, that's, you, that's two of the three best goalkeepers in the world that have made a mistake in the same game. So maybe maybe it's just Friday the thirteenth for goalkeepers. Tuesday the twenty first is maybe so. But I just didn't want people to have the opportunity to say, "Oh, you've gone easy on Stone there." Whereas if it was Jack, you'd have slated him because we've all said absolute howler and one hundred percent he shouldn't be saving that. And Clark called him out for it in the interview. Yeah, he did, and I think it's it's right too. You can't you can't defend it. You can't you can't sit there and go, "Oh, it wasn't a mistake" because it was, but. I also I don't I don't think at this stage now people clamouring and calling him all the names under the sun and saying he's wank and and whatnot is go, is going to help anyone, is it? It's just no, agreed. And for me, I stand by what me and you said on Saturday, Steve, on the pod Sunday, whenever it was. Aimstone's number one now for the rest of the season, unless you know he makes some clangers again. But I still think he's a slightly better goalie than Jack Stevens at this point. However, I still think we need a number one for next season. That's my view at this moment in time. And he's our, and as we said, he's our keeper. He's our keeper to develop. We get no benefit from developing Jack Stevens for the rest of the season. He goes back. Stone's something we can, you know, we Stone's something we can invest a bit of time in, game some game time, and see what happens because there's not much to choose from him. It's not like you're playing Stone because he's your keeper when Stevens is head and shoulders above him. That would be ridiculous. But Jack Stevens isn't head and shoulders above Aiden Stone. They're yeah. very, very similar. So I don't, I don't see the point in bringing Jack Stevens back. Agreed. Yet. Agreed. And let's move on because we've done the goalie to death there. On the right of the back three, Steve, you're first. As he's on the Sky Sports team sheet, William Forrester. Oh right, yeah. Uh, I thought Will was okay. Um, 
he's good That's on William the ball. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> young William, Bill. Um, I thought he was okay. He, he was trying to bring the ball out. I think he got a bit frustrated sometimes because he'd bring the ball out and he had Norder options in front of him, which we'll come on to. He defended pretty well. Um, not a lot else to say, really. That, that is another good learning game for Forrester. I thought he was okay. Yeah, Johnny? Um, I think you've got to hammer him a bit for his his positioning for the goal. I think he's very slow to get out to there, lad. Um, but apart from apart from that, I think he like like Steve just said, it was a decent performance by Will. It, it's a good learning curve. It's it's minutes under the belt. He's he's got a bit of footballing ability about him. Um, we need we need to we need to use that. Um, and he's also very, he's very passionate about it. He's a lead, he's a leader already. You can tell that from from watching him play. And I just think he just needs now that run of games and that bit of confidence. And we'll 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 be fine with Will. We'll be fine. Um, six out six for me. Solid. Um, probably would have been higher if we didn't concede because. I do think he was a bit slow coming out and getting across to the, to their lad. Don't know if he thought that Pet or Warrell were gonna gonna help him out and he was just gonna cover the cross. Um, but yeah, it was it was all right. It's, and he, he's a, he's a he's an asset, isn't he? Oh, massive! I think for the goal, watching it back on tally, I think he's tried to show the striker down the outside what he's done, and thinks. Even if he gets the target from there, he's not going to score. Fair one. I, I haven't. I, I honestly haven't seen it back. I, I can't bring myself to do it. So yeah, he, to me, he's shown him down the outside. Shown him down the outside. Whether that lad is a right or a left footer, I don't know. But he's shown him down the side and kind of the only place the lad connects the near post. And you think the keeper's going to save it, even if he gets a shot in from there. So I'm not giving him any blame for goal. I thought he was a seven out of ten. I thought he was one of one of the better players on the pitch. Yeah, I agree with what you said about the goal. I thought he said, he, he may have been a bit slow getting there, but he showed him out wide. And, you know, <clears throat> he's, when you, when the player, when the forward's restricted to a shot like that, which 99 times 100 the keeper should save, he set her off pretty much done his job then. He hasn't yeah. cut it, he hasn't cut back on his left foot and killed it in the other corner. He's not pinged it across behind him for someone running onto. He's hit a speculative shot because there's nothing else he could do and he's just gone in. Yeah, I'm yeah. with you. I'm just I'm sticking by my guns of not watching, not watching it back before we do the um, the pod because I yeah. think like, yeah. was, I don't like the change of opinion that TV can give. Yeah. Um, so so I might I might look at it back and then when we do the Bolton review I might turn around and say oh yeah by the way you're both spot on. But yeah. at the minute I, I still think he he could have done better. Whether whether it should have is a different matter. But I just felt from in the ground I thought I felt he could have done better. Yeah, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. And yeah, he was one of my contenders for man of the match because he got on the ball, drove forward with it, always comfortable on the ball. Can't remember him giving it away. I remember him leaving a couple of their lads on their horses once or twice, just showing oh, them one loves, way than the other. He loves that drop of the shoulder, doesn't he? Oh, he does. He does. And he's good yeah. at it. And it's it's a big drop of the shoulder, though, isn't it? Yeah. Like, it's, 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 not your, it's not your normal... Like attacking players drop of the shoulder. It's a I'm dropping the shoulder as far as possible. So. Yeah. 
makes the chop. Yeah, it's, not subtle. it's not. It's not subtle. He telegraphs it, but he works. I like yeah. him. I like him a lot. Yeah. Really like him. I do, and I thought he was the best of the back three. Yeah, I'd agree. Uh, Johnny, moving on, Smudgy. Yeah, I think he did his job, didn't he? He, he scared Cole Stockton shitless, and he he went he went off injured. So I don't think Morecambe then had a central threat really when Stockton went off. It was weird. Like Smithy, he just he was he was then okay. You know what I mean? Like he defended well. He was he was very very angry when we conceded. Um. But yeah, there's not much to say about the defence. And I think that's that I think what you've got to say is that's credit to the defensive unit, is that there isn't actually that much to say about him. Um so six for Smithy, it's yeah, it, it was a alright performance. Nothing more, nothing less. Yeah. Steve. Yeah, um he didn't have a lot he, he wasn't up against a lot. He didn't have he wasn't up against a lot when Stockton was on. He was certainly up against less when 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 old Cole limped off or dialed it in like but yeah it's at times like that where maybe if Smith he was better on the ball he could have bought it out a bit but that's not his job and we didn't lose that game because of our defence so I agree with Tyler with Johnny we defended pretty well we restricted them so the def- the problems didn't lie with the back with the with the three centre halves. Yep agree with you and the last centre half Steve was Donnelly. He was um, he was okay last night. It was again. He wasn't up against a lot. If we're honest, could he have a bit more quality on the ball? Probably. He's. I think he's learned about. I think he's gone the other way where he now will just just lump it out rather than try and pass it out because he's been he got caught out about trying to do that against the better teams. But he was all. He was just all right, and, and I can't really say any more than that to be honest. He wasn't at fault for the goal. He didn't make any rickets, but by the same token, he didn't think Christ Dolly had a good game. But also, he didn't think he's like quite a forgettable game for centre half. That's not too bad. Yeah, I have got asked Steve to be a miss on me if I didn't. What were you and Donnelly doing last night that it was all right? <laughs> we were just playing chess. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Fair enough. Johnny Donnelly. Yeah. Um, it's, it's... I'm torn with Donnelly because I still think his passing's dog shit. Like, yeah, yeah, that's what I was getting at when he was doing it out, yeah. Yeah, like, he, he still clips it down the line to Massey's head and he still tries the Dan Jones Hollywood ball, but he hasn't got enough pace on it. And then his, his throw-ins weren't as effective as they looked at Cheltenham. Um, but defensively, he was all right, like... Never seemed to have too much trouble. He, he dealt with he, he dealt with Sammy wandering off. All right, he never he never seemed like he was out of place, and he he, he defended in that aspect really well. Um, so yeah, six is fair. I just think like he does need he does need a lot of work. He he's, he is very raw, and I'd love to see Dan Jones's name on the team sheet on Saturday. Yeah, not going to happen, but... No, yeah. he's got a space boot, but... Yeah. So I can't be accused of favouritism. I'm going to go down the players in the order that they're listed on Sky News, Sky Sports, which is a very weird way because it doesn't kind of go with the formation. But then I can't be accused of chucking one of you under the bus. So, Johnny, it's you next. 
and next on Sky Sports was Tom Conlon. What? I know. Oh, it gets weirder. Don't worry, it gets weirder. Oh, right. Okay, it gets weirder. Okay. Um, uh, frustrating from Conlon because he was he was okay positionally. He was okay when when we had the ball and he was there and offering, but he's slow as shit with the ball. Like there was two or three times he, he was having two, three, four touches in the middle and just ruining any any attempt at an attack that you had. And he just you, you see you see we saw you saw sorry on Tuesday the difference that Funzo Ojo makes compares to Conlon because obviously Garrity hadn't been dropped for Conlon to go and play deeper. It looked like the three in midfield were kind of a three in midfield. Conlon and Garrity looked like they were supposed to be helping forward, but yeah, it was just it was it was very frustrating watching Conlon. He's just he needs that extra touch on the ball all the time, and I don't think it was necessary as such or, or at every stage. So it's just frustrating as hell, really. Um, and there was one stage where like he could have made a simple five yard pass. And instead, he Cruyff turned into trouble where three lads were and then ended up kicking it out for a throw-in. And it's just stuff like that. Just you think, why? Why are you doing this? Like, why are you making it so difficult? So I think I think it's five. It's not, it wasn't, it wasn't disastrous, but we just, we've looked better recently without him. And he's a good player. Well, he was a good player. I don't know if he still is. That's fair. Steve? I thought he started the game like he had something to prove. He was flying into tackles um, a couple of times. He had a shot with his right foot, which just whistled wide. But I agree with everything Johnny says. Um, Tom Conlon, we don't need somebody else to go flying into tackles and being that disruptor in midfield. That um, Ben Garrity does that, and he does it better. And so and so does um, Senna's Pet. We looked to Conlon to be to be creative, to be our spark. And I've said it before, but for me, he doesn't move the ball quick enough. It's too many. It's too many touches, as though he's trying to show everyone that I'm I'm the man. I'm going to get the ball and I'm going to play an inch perfect through ball, like Glenn Oddle or Seth Fabregas or something. I just think he needs to move it quicker. I thought he was okay last night, but you're not going to build a team around him as your creative midfielder at the moment, and he hasn't shown this season. That he can be the what the person that we thought he would be or could be. Yeah, fair enough. And I told you it was going to get weirder as we went down the list that they're on Sky. So, oh, Steve, just before, just, just before you move on, oh. highlight of the match for Tom Conlon was um, before kickoff during the warm up, um, their groundsman come and decided that whilst we were doing our warm up drills, you know, where we get it out and pass it wide, put it in the box and miss an open goal. Um, <laughs> that one. Their, their two groundsmen decided to come and stand on the six yard box right in the way, acting as acting as defenders. Um, and Stevens was obviously in goal at the, at the time um, and asked them to move, and they just stand stood still. So Conlon asked for the ball. It got it got it got pulled back to him from the move, and he absolutely leathered one at one of the groundsman's pitchforks. It was inch perfect into it, and the pitchfork went spinning up in the air, and the the groundsman got really shitty with him. And I think 
I think we come out, like Steve said, he come out and he was fired up after that. And that was that nasty side that they spoke about, but it lasted about 30 seconds. Yeah, a couple of tackles it lasted, didn't it? Yeah, and it's just yeah, it was frustrating in that sense. But yeah, that was that was that was that was a nice highlight of the, the pre-match I'd forgotten about until you mentioned. Yeah, very good. Right, getting weird then on the list that Sky's got and the order they've got. Steve, you're first next, and you've got was it? Um, yeah, yeah. It was a poor performance by Wazzy, especially the second half. He had a lot of the ball, but he never looked like beating beating his man. He never looked like creating anything. Um, he worked hard as he always does. He wasn't kind of possessionly. Last night, both of our wing backs. He wasn't the worst of our wing backs, but it wasn't. You couldn't really fault his effort. You couldn't fault his commitment, but. You, he just didn't offer a threat. And they'll add him in his pocket. And I think he's he's 34 years old, whatever he is. I think he's played a lot of games recently, more than Clark would have wanted him to. But when we haven't got anybody else, he's got to play. And on Tuesday night, I'm stopping saying last night, because didn't spend the night with Wazza and him. Do you know what Wazza is? Gone 34? 32. Oh, right, okay. So he's got younger, but he's 32. <laughs> and he just looked like he played a game too many in this in this current run of fixtures for me. Johnny? Yeah, I think their lad just had the better of him, was, was a little quicker and a little stronger. Yeah, yeah. So what was as good at is getting the ball, knocking it five yards, outpacing or outstrengthening the lad and then putting a the ball in the box. And he just he just couldn't do he couldn't do it. And uh, part of me part of me doesn't blame Worrell totally for the, the shit show because I think Sammy was having such a bad game that we we ticked on ourselves to go right and we'll just go down the other wing anyway instead. So more and more started coming down was a side and more and more they they brought on that the the big the big centre half they brought on and just put him left back and just basically said go and bully Warrell, which he did. Um and it was just it was you, you can see he was frustrated and we were frustrated in, in this in the side. So so five for was five and he wasn't it, it wasn't brilliant. It wasn't one of his memorable performances and I'd go as far as to say that maybe what Steve just said in terms of the energy wasn't there is was right I think and that's something usually with Worrell is a given isn't it yeah 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 that's fair and carrying on on the way down the list Johnny you're next and you get Sammy Robinson oh he was <laughs> shit he was this it was different Dog. gravy shit. Like, Dog shit. Yeah, like, oh, just watered down Bovril, that sort of shit. Well, no one likes watered down Bovril. No, exactly. It has to be thick and meaty and juicy, doesn't it? Oh, it does, ah. But, yeah, it was, it was a bad day for Sammy, a real bad day. And, uh, Steve, I think you've, you said it before, if that's, if that's Benny and everyone's going to town on him, and... Because it's Sammy, does he does he get a bit of leeway? Yeah, of course he does. He's a young lad. He's 
he's, he's learning his trade. He's made about 10 professional performances in his, in his whole career. So he gets a bit of, it gets a bit of rope maybe for now, but he's got to improve. And because the ability is there, the quality is there. No one's doubting that. It's just attitude. Maybe me, me, he, he comes across as a bit of a Jack the lad made it professional. I'm a professional footballer. Changed my mind. And that, that could be me being really harsh on him because he could be a lovely lad, but that's how he comes across on the pitch as if he's the most confident man in the world. And I, I don't mind that. But when when it's not coming off, you've got to roll up your sleeves and dig it in. And I don't I don't feel like he did that. And it was a three performance. It was bad. It stunk. He's now on 20 professional appearances in men's football. Yeah, but out, out, out of them, what, what, he, what he's played about 400 minutes max. Don't, in all fairness, I'm just looking at the stats. He's played 15 times in League One this season. He's got no goals, one assist and five yellows. Yeah. He's played three times in the Football League trophy this season. He's got no goals, no assist and two yellows. He's played in the EFL Cup once with no goals, no assists and no cards. And last year in League Two, he got one appearance, which I seem to remember was very late in the game. So, yeah, yeah, he hadn't got a lot of football, but he's 20 times and he's 21 now. He's not 17, 18, 19 anymore. He's got to find that consistency sooner or later for me. Otherwise, we'll look elsewhere. And I love Sammy Robinson. He's got all the ability in the world. But having a bad game, a good game, a bad game, which he has in the last three, he's had two shitters and one decent game. We need a bit more from him for me, Steve. Um... That was Mal Benning's Walsall performance away last year for Sammy Robinson. He was fucking offensive, basically. A couple of times he tried to play the balls down the side. The first one, Taylor makes a nice run. He kicks it out. You think, well, that's a bit lucky, that. He's just over at the pass. He then does, he then does the same thing again. And then again, um, he let one roll under his foot. And also, that was a, their pitch was decent last night. You would have thought someone being bought up at Man City would have looked at that pitch and thought, I can do a bit of something here. But he's, uh, I know we say he's a young lad, but we, I have battered Benning for playing better than that. So I've got to be do the same, be, be fair and batter Sammy because he was... The, well, the biggest problem was last night was we had no creativity from, the, from either side, no decent balls going to the box... And he was he was just terrible, and he needs to either find some consistency or just simply play better, basically. Yeah, that's fair. Johnny, how many minutes did you say? About 400. This season, he's had 1,140, which equates to 12.66 games. No. no. Mm. Yeah, okay, maybe he's played... If, he, if he's played the majority of the 90 minutes in the pizza trophies. Pizza trophies played 270 minutes in three games. Yeah, so that's three, yeah, two, two 90s and a, no, three 90s. Three 90s, yeah. He's played 785 minutes in the league. Jesus. So 785 divided by the 15 appearances. So he's averaged about 52.3 minutes in the league when he's played. I suppose oh, played played decent amount of Wickham, Sheffield. Mm, okay, yeah, 
But yeah, he is still a young lad, so we are still going to cut him a bit of slack. But we need to start seeing a bit more from him. Well, I do, to be fair. And I, I love him, but I need to see more of him for me carry on loving him. Otherwise, I'm going back to Jamie Proctor, I'm afraid. Yeah. So, yeah. So, Steve, it's you next. And on the random way that Sky's listed him, you get Tom Pett. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ooh, Pet. Tom Pett. He was all right. Nothing more. He didn't create anything. He hit, they had that good shot that hit the bar. He was better than Conlon, but he missed Ojo alongside him. And... Yeah, he was a bit bit of a beige performance from Conlon, to, uh, from Pet, to be honest. Didn't offer a fantastic amount, but didn't do a fantastic amount wrong either. Johnny? That beige man is my man of the match. Really? Yeah. I, I thought Pat was excellent, to be fair. I, I thought he was brilliant. I thought he's, he's the old in midfielder, and he was keeping everything ticking. He was doing the simple stuff, touching it, getting the ball out his feet, giving it to the others. They should be doing something, but... He just got it back and then had to reset and start again. And I thought, I, I thought Pet was brilliant. I thought he took it upon himself then to go and get forward and hit the bar. He's probably the only player on the pitch. I don't remember making a obvious mistake. Um, but yeah, he was Tom Pet performance. It was only a seven, but that's what that's what Petty does for me. Like keeps the ball going. Like lets the footballers play football. It's just. Unfortunate that we didn't have many of them on the pitch. And they didn't, did they? Yeah, I think I think you're right. Um, when I say beige, it was a Tom Pet performance. And for him to shine, he needs the other players to do their part. And they didn't really, did they? So, yeah. Yeah, I thought Petty had a decent game. He was up there for me as a contender for man of the match. In fact, he probably got it for me as well, Johnny. So, there we go. Johnny, on the random list generator, you get Gavin Massey next. <laughs> Uh, I would have took him off at half time. Um, that's not say me saying he was shit. That's me saying he's not a, he's not a striker. Um, he's he's doing he's doing what you ask. Do you know what I mean? He's he's working. He's he's running the channels every now and again. He's he's an odd one. I've never. I really can't remember a player splitting a fan base like Gav Massey has. I've been reading this week. Some people think he's absolutely fantastic. Some people think he's diabolical. I've seen the league one a move thrown around quite a bit. Um, and I just I just think he's a winger in a team that doesn't play wingers. And when we have played wingers, it's because we've had no fit strikers. So he's played the, the striker role. It just... It didn't work for him on Tuesday. It wasn't. It wasn't great. Was it his fault? Yeah, he's he's played up front now long enough now that we've got to we've got to start portioning some of the blame on him when he's not doing the simple stuff like your closing downs, your simple passes, your movements, and such such like. But also, I've got to give him a bit of credit when he does some some good things, and that's what I did on Saturday. I gave him a bit of credit for that. He should have scored in the second half. Garrity has that shot. Keeper saves it. I reckon a proper striker throws his whole body at that and gets something on it. Matty Taylor throws his body at it and puts his hand on it probably because he's a bit of a shit house. But a proper striker goes for that and 
that just showed maybe the difference and also may, maybe the attitude of, oh, I thought Garrity had scored, so I hadn't bothered. So it was a, it was a five performance. I think it, it could have and should have been better, but I, I don't think he should have stayed on the pitch for as long as he did either. Steve? I thought it was a bit better than that. Um, I take your point about the the Garrity shot. A proper centre forward is anticipating that, aren't they? Tom Pope, God bless his soul, would have been lumbering. As soon as that ball, Garrity got the ball, would have been lumbering in. Willow, Ellis, you would hope that your real, your real centre forwards, I'm not talking high-level centre forward, is anticipating that. I, I thought in the first half, he showed some nice touches, trying to get it around the corner, moved about a bit. I wouldn't have taken him off at half-time. I would have stuck him on one of the way. I would, have, I would have moved him to wing back, and, and had a proper go. If we'd let, especially so when we went when we went a goal behind up front in, isn't his position. We've got better options there, and I struggle to see how we'll fit in once these front players are fit. Because as you say, he is a winger in a team of no wingers. Yeah, I think that's fair. And you're on about Johnny splits the fan base. I agree, he does. I've been his biggest critic. I actually think for the last two, three months, he's been okay. In fact, no, he's probably been okay. better than okay. He's been one of our best performers in the last couple of months. So, is he a striker? No, I still don't think he is. He's done a job for the team. I think he's grown in the role compared to when we first saw him up front. He's learned the role a bit more. But I still prefer to see him at wing-backer on the wing than striker. And maybe, just maybe... With the form Robinson's shown, the form Banning's shown, maybe we need time at wing back. Yeah, but I just, yeah, I, I just worry about him at wing back. That's my only thing. I, I don't, attitude and aptitude is a lot for a wing back into it, and I haven't seen yeah. from Gab Massey that that willingness to. Make that arse busting forty yard run backwards for no for for no reward, which you know you get from Waza and usually Benning. Yeah, no, it's fair. It's just we've got a problem with left wing back, and we need an answer. You get more going forward from Massey, but yeah, defensively and probably Bolton on Saturday is not the right time to for that for that particular no. experiment. It's not that's not a good hill to die on for either the fans, the team, or him. But no, I, I, you know, I think I'm more probably positive towards Massey than a lot of people. I don't think he's brilliant, but I said before, we play him out of position. He's never had a run in his, his actual position. And as I think it was Johnny, you just said when we played wingers, he's been stuck up front to flick it on, and that's not what not what he's about. But didn't think he was so bad last night. But when you've got um. Harris on the bench and Proct, you've got to take him off and get a proper centre forward on, haven't you? It's as simple as that. Or, yeah, moving and, or moving positions. Yeah, and he definitely isn't about flicking it on. He's shorter when he jumps than when he stands. Um, but like I say, I'm not getting at him. He's been one of our best, if not the best, performer in the last few months. And he's grown on me. Steve, you're next and you get the best on earth. Should he have scored? He should have scored and... He would definitely be my man of the match had he done, but he probably still was my man of the match. Um, you know, everyone knows I like I like Garrity a lot. I like everything he brings to the team. I like his energy. I like the fact that he's got a bit of dog in him. He was bursting forward. He's better on the ball. 
he was the one player. He was our most likely scorer last night after Taylor. And um, I think that's about all we can say, really. Ben was decent last night for me. Not, you know, I'm not saying he was absolutely amazing, but none of the, none of the players were. And I think he was the best one. Johnny? Uh, for 60 minutes, he was. And then Tom Conlon went off. Garrity dropped deep. And for me, he may as well not been on the pitch. I don't remember seeing him again. Um, I thought it would become pretty anonymous in a time that we 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 needed him because we were one nil down. We needed someone to to break them lines, and he kind of was just like, "No, well, I Butterworth's doing that job now. That's his role. I'm I'm going to sit and hold back." And you can assume though that he was told to do that, though, can't you? You know, I, I think it's a bit unfair to if Clark's told him, "Luke, now now Buttercup's on. You've got to sit in." That's what he's got to do, isn't it? You know. I think he's one of the reasons Clark likes him so much as he follows his instructions to a T. But I see what you mean. But yeah, I think it's a bit harsh to say he was anonymous because he just sat in. I think that's what he was told to do. Yeah, possibly, but Pet, Pet still manages to get forward in that sort of position, doesn't he? So I don't I don't think Clark could ever say, put the shackles on that much like Pulis used to do and put you in the cage. Yeah. The cage but, box, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. And so, so I, I get your point. And, and I do think that, and I think we spoke about it Ages ago with Dodsey, didn't we, Bez? That yeah. when he was told to play on the wing and he was told to do a job, that fans don't see that. But I think 1-0 down, uh, when Clark's throwing an extra striker on, I can't, for the life of me, imagine he'd bollock Ben for getting forward a further 10 yards. Because that's all it needed. But it just it, it was a good Garrity performance for the first 40, 45 minutes, second half. We were all shit for the first ten minutes of it, um, and then he did. He had that shot, and as soon as he had that shot, he got he got changed position, and I just felt then he he, he died a death. So it was six. It was it was all right. It was wasn't magnificent, but yeah, he just he needed to do better with the effort as well. Um, he, he should have scored of that. There's no doubt. And yeah. the guarantee of last year, who scored a lot of goals, was confident, probably would have done, wouldn't he? Yeah, he went across the keeper, though. So he did everything you ask a striker to do because he'd he give you the chance to get something from it. So it wasn't it wasn't terrible, but... Yeah, it, you want him scoring that. Yep. And last but not least, Johnny, you got Matty Taylor. Yeah, it's, it's he did what a striker does. Ran the channels well, scored from what everybody's telling me a, a, a perfectly onside goal. Um, Looking at it on the tally, it's hard to tell from the angle, but yeah, I could see it's touch and go. It's not a clear and obvious either way. I think what goes against him is the fact that he's closest to the liner. So obviously the liner's looking across, the first thing he sees is a white shirt. And it's, it might be in line looking at it on tally. Yeah, well, it's one of them, isn't it? He's done everything you want from a striker. He's 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 cut, cut, cut through the lines. He's got in the space and it, it it's coming for him. That's the main thing. It's coming for him. Like it's not. It's, can't imagine he's going to go too many more games without a goal. Um, he just needs a bit more service as well. He runs them channels well. He carries well. 
the one thing he's got to cut out is is the going down. Um, three or four times in the first half, he went down a bit soft and a bit. He, he then, I think, he then got fouled, and the referee just waved play on because he didn't believe it. So that's the sort of boy who cried wolf. We we spoke about that with Smithy as well recently. It's it's all right doing it a couple of times, but if you're doing it a couple of times in each game and the ref isn't falling for it, you've got to then stop it. But Overall, decent strikers' performance without scoring or testing the keeper really um, needs a needs a mate to help him out. Really does, and then I think we'll see the best out of him. So it was it was a six, but yeah, he's he's getting there. He's getting there, is what I can say. Yeah, Steve knees knees down his feet knees stop going down too easily that's the first thing i would say but he's clever he's clever that he runs he, he runs he works the channels he finds some space it had he been in massive position off um garrett's shot you would bet your life he'd have been following up and, and rolling it in because he's a proper he's a proper he looks to me like a proper striker and you can see why he scored goals everywhere he's been give him someone up front either Harrison, he can gamble on the flick offs, flick ons, or the two week away Willow to just drop in behind him and feed him through balls. He's going to be a good signing, and it's coming. And I don't like him a lot. Yeah, with you both, do like the look of him, and as you say, it's going to come sooner or later. Let's hope it's sooner. And that's it. Subs weren't really on long enough to make much of an impact. So not really a lot to say about the subs. Do you want to say anything about the subs, Johnny? Um. But with, um, I think came on with the effort, but nothing, nothing came off for him, and I think it's, I think it's frustrating, frustrating, um, and then yeah, I can't remember who else. Come on, Harrison. Yeah. Oh, Harrison. Yeah, did did fuck all really. Yeah. Proctor, but obviously it was really late when he come on, yeah. as in, why you yeah. bring me, him on? Uh, um, just looking, if anyone else, come on. Yeah, I do that. I'll go Butterworth. I didn't think he offered anything. And we talk about, about Garrity dropping back and him drifting out of the game. I think you've got more chance of a goal with Garrity playing further forward than, um, than Butterworth coming on because he, he, he runs sideways. He's going through... I can see why he hasn't got a position now, Butterworth, and he. I'm I'm going off him a bit, to be honest. I'm not sure what. I'm I've, three or four months ago, I thought, yeah, we definitely should be signing him. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I bother now. Um, when was? Does anyone know when the last time Harrison scored in open play? Yeah, I mean, I, I know he's been injured, but it's got to be months and months ago. When did Shrewsbury last year? Yeah. Shrewsbury at home, wasn't it? I think. Yeah. Yeah. He looks like Harrison looks like I know injury aside, he looked before he got injured though a player who needs a goal. And he looks even more like that one now. But hopefully it'll come and you can see him and Taylor playing together well. Brock to come on for five minutes. And when you with five minutes ago, you've got to have Ellis, you've got to have Proctor and Harrison closer together in the box and try and try and pick something off a long ball. You can't have him stand on the left-hand side, like you said, Johnny. What's the point? You know, he's got to be more central to be a threat when you're 1-0 down away. You're trying to get something back. 
It didn't, it didn't make sense what he did when he came on. Yeah, and they were the only three subs. Fair enough. So we'll wrap it up there for the Morecambe review. Bad night at the office. Clarky can't believe we threw the game away. If you don't really do a lot with the ball, it only takes one moment of either madness from one of your own players or quality from them and you lose the game. And it wasn't madness from Stone. It was just a bad mistake. Yeah. It yeah, was a bad mistake. Combination though as well, because it was. I thought it was quality by their lad to fashion the position and this this the touch, the pace, and the awareness that he showed kind yeah. of shows what we're lack, lacking a little bit because we are a bit slow. Yeah, and I think over eight hundred veil there. Yeah, over eight hundred. So really good away following, especially considering the form we've been in Tuesday night. I know it's off term, but obviously those that work don't necessarily get off term off. So thought great following from the Vale fans. And looking at Twitter tonight, there's less than 300 tickets left of a 2000 allocation for Saturday. And Johnny will have a very, very quick chat about Saturday because it's past 10 o'clock and I'm about to turn into a pumpkin. About to turn into a pumpkin, are you? Yes. Um, yeah. Right, just want to touch on the supporters club quickly tonight. Uh, beforehand, because I, I feel that there's been three things raised that were um, re- of real interest. Um, the first That's thing... ten o'clock at night. Interest that interest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. How interesting! Wow, wow. <laughs> but yeah, this so, better be good. This better. Well, they've announced the first her game two fixture. Oh, first right. of all, that yeah. Vale are doing, um, and that's MK Dons at home. So we'll get a bit more info from Soph. Um, for the MK preview, um, yeah. and we'll, John's, we'll, yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk a bit more about that. Um, she's, a, I know she's been. They've, they've said that she's been interviewed today. Um, so the club are going to be releasing some stuff. Will, who's part of the foundation setup, was there with Matt Hancock, um, and they they were talking about it and that they're having an all girl ball squad at the game. So. There's there's a lot of a lot of positive stuff to talk about and might be a good one. Get your floss down, Steve. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think obviously if she sees other girls doing it and enjoying it and whatnot, it might it might help. Um so that, that was the first the first point. Um something that we touched on in the group, the supporters club has raised into the club about the minutes of pause. Um and they're looking into what they can do to properly address it rather than, obviously, I think there was four on Saturday, was there? Three. Um, three, yeah. So I think they're looking at a way that they can properly give the give the fans the sort of reception that they deserve because someone someone did mention that it was a bit stale um, once once it came to the third one, um, which is it's, it's never nice. But the, yeah, the club are looking into that, and I think that's I think that's best. I think everyone, like every fan that we've got that's passed, deserves the right sort of send off, don't they? So, um, yeah. wh- whether that's a let's do it before a game, or whether there's something that can be done, whether they dedicate a fixture to all the fans and we do it then, um, yeah, that's that's obviously something. Um, Matt Hancock did apologise to the fans of who sit in the bike cars as well, um, because he believes that there, there hasn't been enough consultation done about the move. Um, so he has apologised to that. We know that there's been quite a few people 
moaning and not happy with the move. I think we're all we've all been pretty supportive of it, um, but he, he is aware that some people have sat there all their lives and they're not the people that have been spoken to either, because it's only fair that you get both sides of the coin. Um, and he and he said that they're going to be doing a lot more supporter-led initiatives in the close season. So getting a random base of supporters in to talk about what they feel is important that needs to change and be updated and, and such like, because they've said as a, as a management base, they'll sit there and go, right, okay, the pitch needs updating. We need a new scoreboard. We need, Paddock needs new bogs. They need a tea, they need an updated like food area and this, that and the other. And then they might put a list out going, right, okay, so it's actually the pitch that's number one, the scoreboard that's number two, et cetera, et cetera. Whereas they might talk to a group of fans and they find out actually the scoreboard's more important than the pitch. So we need to concentrate on that and do it that way so they get a good good communication line set back up, which I think is really important because it does seem like it's something that has, has dropped a bit. I don't know what you two think, but... When she first came in, it seemed like there was a lot of supporter liaison. Um, and now it does feel a bit like we've made a decision, we spoke to some supporters, but every supporter is saying the same thing of, well, I've not had my opinion, this, that and the other. Um, yeah. And the last bit on that is that will include being more, um, more open and honest about the finance situation. So, yeah, like that. Oh, was that was that brought up? Was it during the, the finance situation? Yeah, well, Matt actually brought it up himself in that conversation. Oh, uh, just, yeah, and just said, "Look, we want to be more open and honest with you." Um, and part of it is we'll, we'll sit there and talk. I think it's probably more along the case of when when someone turns around and says these fifty things need doing, they'll be more open and say, "Well, yes, they do, but we've got a budget of X. So if you want all fifty doing, we need a budget of Y to do that." But I think that will also give a bit of clarity on if we are planning on spending half a million in the summer on, say, renovations and whatnot. I think that'll be more obvious then on the playing budget side of it. And vice versa, if we went to spend three million on the off offside, like off field side, we know that the on field isn't getting the same amount of support. Yeah, I'm all for, I'm all for that. I think one that you know we people are on Tuesday or X wants to put by forty nine percent of the club. Y wants to put forty nine percent of the club in, and Carol runs the business as she sees fit. But I just think sometimes they are so good at, at being at keeping everything within the club. These rumors just run wild, and a bit more openness will probably do them a, a big a big favor. Um, the minutes applause. I got on a limb here. I thought on Saturday, I, I felt sorry for the person who was third, their family. If they've gone there to see him, you know, for, I don't know whether they go, I have no idea it would be, but if they go to Vale every week and they've taken some of the family and say, look, you know, this is where, I don't even know it was to a shame. This is where Mr. Smith went. This was his life. And by the end of it, people weren't mocking it, but it was just a bit too much. And, and in my opinion, you can't be having four three or four minutes of pauses in a, in a game. It needs to be at the start of the game, we applaud for all the three people or a minute when it's done. I just think it was too much and it lost its effect on Saturday for me. 
Mm, I think it did. And if I remember right, I think Mick the Mod was the third one. Yeah, I wouldn't have a clue. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I do, I do, I'm, I'm more in favour of one game where I know it's something they do at Stoke where they've got a much better scoreboard, where there's a picture of everyone who's you know passed away through the season with the dates. I think that's a classy way of doing it. And I just think the minute's applause is becoming a bit stale and a bit, yeah. oh, no, not, not again. And that's not getting the respect that the people who's, who it's for deserve. I'd agree. And we do, if you remember, right, I think start of the season, we normally have a home game where the local priest will come and he'll read out names of fans that have passed yeah, before that, kick-off. Beautiful. And, that, that's, yeah. that is beautiful. I know, I know he's each to their own and you've got to be careful because everyone grieves in a different way. But I just think it, it is in danger of becoming a bit stale and a bit over the top. Yeah. But on that note, if I go before the next home game, please hold one for me. No, we're all showing wanker, wanker for, for another 60 seconds. I'll have been called worse, let's be fair. Right, Johnny, we've got about 90 seconds to do a Bolton preview. Yeah, that's fine. Bolton and Mint, they've, they've, they're scoring goals for fun. They scored an absolute peach last night because me and Steve were doing um, scouting duty. They, we were. They hit the post, the keeper saved one, they hit the bar, the keeper saved it in the space of about eight seconds. Um, so yeah, it's 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 going to be fun, fun, fun. Um, they're an expensively put together side. Let's not make no bones about it. They've got four strikers that the majority in this team would bite your hand off for. Um, so it, it's it's not going to be fun. It's not going to be pretty. Um, but I think this is going to have to be a, a every player is going to have to be hundred percent on it and. We're in. We're in for a long ninety minutes if we're not on it on the ball. Yeah, I think that's more than fair. It's going to be a hard game on Saturday, but you know we can all go get behind. You know, really get behind it, give it a good go, and if we can frustrate them for sixty so minutes, you never know what might you know what might what might happen. But yeah, it's, they are like you say they're they're a big club. They're expensive. They're an expensive side. They've got some good players as well. So and they've got Wembley to look forward to as well now. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, I just hope we beat him for that reason. A pitch invasion yeah. in that booth is a disgrace. I believe Plymouth also did a pitch invasion. I've, I've heard it, it. It makes it no. It makes it no better. The disgrace. Yeah. The disgrace of the competition to take that many fans is a disgrace anyway. And let's be honest, there's probably going to be over eighty thousand at Wembley for that Bolton v Plymouth. I reckon. Oh yeah, you, you Bolton will Bolton will take thirty, won't they? At least. Yeah. So there's there's definitely going to be fifty thousand there, isn't there? At least. So. Oh, there'll be more. There'll be more than that. You would think there'd be. You know, it could well. be I mean, I know Sunderland got there. Did Sunderland and Portsmouth yeah. play not long ago? You've yeah, got, over eighty thousand. Yeah, it's going to be um, similar to that level. So it's good for the good. It's good for the trophy, I suppose. But they had a lot of fans at Aki last night. They had three sides of the ground, didn't they? Well, at least they seem yeah. to. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, uh, first goal scorer in time of the goal brought to you by avtiming.com. Me and Johnny have provisionally booked in Easter Sunday, haven't we, Johnny? Yeah, apparently so. People keep telling me. 10k Easter Sunday, get yourselves over to avtiming.com and we'll start it now because I've spoke to Andy. 
avtiming.com. Look for the Crew 10K, which is Easter Sunday. For your promotional code, put AAV in. You won't get anything off, just like when you tell them Bezza sent you. But then he'll know how many have signed up from the podcast. We're going running veil shirts, so get yourself any veil shirt you want to run in. And we'll all run in veil shirts and we'll turn crew black and white, which they will love over there. The natives will. Johnny, well, well, um, Dion Charles, seven minutes. Oh, geez, that's what I was going to say as well. <laughs> Full time score, considering Bolton, I think, have won two of the last three in the league, 5 0. 6 1 Bolton. I think we can get Art from Twatted. That's something I really look forward to on Saturday. Yes, I think we're. I just think we're going to get absolutely twatted. I just... We've played really badly recently. Like, really badly. And these aren't a side you can do that against. Accrington played fantastic last night. And they were head and shoulders above the Accrington that we we drew against. So we've we've got to step it up or else it's going to be embarrassing. Steve, what are you going for? Yeah, I was going for Dion Charles as well. I think they'll beat us full one, but I do think Matty Taylor might get a late consolation. But it's going to be one of those where you've got to go. Look, it's it, for for a lot of our, you know, well, for my Joe, it'd be be a big ground, one of the better grounds he'll have been to, um, and try and enjoy it before the game starts because it's going to be a long afternoon. Yeah, I think Bolton are going to have an hangover from Wednesday. They've played twenty four hours later than we did. They had a tough game against Accrington. I think the game be tired. I think to be on a little bit of high from game Wembley, but it was from what you two were saying in the group chat. It was a bit of a rough game, kicking shit out of each other, Accrington and Bolton, pretty much. Yeah. Um, so I think Bolton are going to be a little bit tired, a little bit fatigued, and as a result, we'll only lose three <laughs> nil. I think you say we're going to win three nil. Sammy Robinson that trick. <laughs> no. As a result, we'll only lose 3 0. And I will go first goal scorer. I am going Aaron Morley. I think he normally plays well against us. No, I'm not. I'm going the big shit house at the back, Ricardo Santos. I think he okay. scored two in the last two in the league. In fact, he might have scored three in the last two. I think he scored, he scored three in the last two, I think. Yeah, three in the last because he got two at the weekend. Yeah, I think he even tried claiming own goal to get his hat trick. Yeah, well. probably did. But knowing how. Poor, we've been at defending set pieces of late. I go Ricardo Santos with the first corner of the game after eight minutes, and we'll lose three 0 So it won't be as bad as people think. Yeah, I think I'll be honest. Us not selling out there is is because of this. Vale fans never turn the nose up against a, a fixture like this, do they? And for as long as they've sold seventeen hundred, when it's Saturday in Manchester, I know. It's still half term. People might be away and stuff like that. But I, d- I do think that the reason we've not sold as many is the form, the run we're on. It's pretty expensive, if I remember right, as well. Um, but yeah, it's just it's a shame. Um, hopefully, we can sell sell another hundred or two more. And it's we we've given it Billy Big Bollocks recently to Bolton fans for not selling out their allocation to us. So again, it's another one of them. We're gonna have to grin and bear it when we get it back. Yeah, definitely. But hey ho. Same. Could be a fun Saturday in Greater Manchester, are the clusters? Is it Greater Manchester? Thanks. So. Yeah. 
It is so, yeah. Well, it's, only an hour up the road. it's only an hour up the road as well, so it's not bad. Yeah. yeah, it's only an hour up the road. You can be you can be home for soccer Saturday finishing. It's yeah. it's a little known fact that one of my buses broke down outside their ground once. Had to had to be towed back to um, the Volvo garage in Trafford Park. Very painful experience that was. Yeah, it doesn't sound fun, No, it wasn't good. <laughs> well, I had to go out to the bus. The driver came in a different one, and I was just sitting there on the side side the M60. Bad times. Are you are you both going then? Yeah, 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 yeah. Lovely. That, that. Yeah. On the fun bus, Deco's done another cracking job. I think there's five going from the Crown. It's a good yeah. effort. That. Obviously, like I said, Deco and coaches and fantastic job goes hand in hand, doesn't it? It does. Top, top notch. He does it does a job that I wouldn't be doing. Yeah, no, too much hassle. I got stressed just trying to organise how many of us on Dicko's coach for Wembley. And I know you boots your own, just my lot. I got yeah. stressed with all that and I was like, that was just me telling Dicko how many we wanted and then people going, oh, can you add me such and such on? Oh, can you add me that? And I got stressed with that. So yeah. that's, that's off to you, Dicko, because I couldn't do it. Yeah, what he does, I don't, I don't know him at all, but I hear from what you boys, I see all the coaches he puts on. It's a fantastic effort and it must take him an awful lot. It must take up an awful lot of his time doing that. So, Fair dues to him. <laughs> yeah. And that's it, Johnny. Wrap us up. Well, yeah. Time's up. You want to go to bed? So, yeah. we'll let you. Thank let you. Start off. So, yeah, we'll be back Saturday after the game. That Does that work with you or are you going to be hammered, Bez? No, can't do Saturday after the game. Okay. It'll be Sunday. Okay. Sunday. Well, have you got a date? You've got, you've got a little grin on your face. Take the lady out. No, don't talk stupid. Saturday it, <laughs> it's me cousin-in-law, Shane. Alfie Ballard's dad, AB7, yeah. on uh, YouTube. It's 40th birthday party Saturday night, so I'm going straight off the coach to that. All right, okay, fair enough. Fair enough, then. Enjoy that. Well, Okay, so we'll be back Sunday. Um, Yeah, Sunday evening, then. Yeah. Um, in the meantime, Johnny's Bar will be open tomorrow for, for everyone. Um, it will. It will be open Saturday, Saturday before Vale coaches leave. Maybe. I don't know what time people are leaving. Crown coaches leaving half nine. Oh, so half nine? Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Crown coaches. Yeah, well, I didn't know what I didn't know if he was doing what he did for Shrewsbury or not. No, we are going at half nine, and we're having a pub stop, which is I do know where it is because I've been sent it and I can't find it. Very it's the one, the one in Manchester, isn't it? Actually, yeah, Nags Head, Manchester. I expect it there at about ten forty-five ish. What wasn't that the one that Racco knew? Not a clue, to be fair, because I don't think I've been a Manchester-based game with them before. I'm pretty certain that they're the one that, that Racco knew, because I'm sure that right. someone shared a post from them when Racco passed. Right. So it should be it should be a good, good pub. Um, I actually saw the I saw a picture of it today. Um, they, they've got a lot on this weekend, and they're giving free pizza. Oh. And and some bar snacks and stuff like that. So you lay off them. You've got ten k doom. Not yeah. till April. Yeah. Otherwise, it's end up all over bloody Twitter and me with pizza in my mouth. I was going to say, yeah, you, 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 
you need to keep your you need to keep a low low profile now. You're, I think you, I do, Mister Celebrity. Yeah, but I still don't know who took that photo. I know who took it. Do you? Yeah, I, I know who took it. Who? I can't remember. Unofficial veil took it. Yeah, and, but who? Who's unofficial veil? I don't know. We are, we are live on air. I I am not breaking secrecy. We are live on air, dude. Yeah, do not swear. Do not say fuck or bugger, as you That's said. Amy. What? No, they obviously sat near me, or they just saw me and like went there to take the picture. Probably, probably just saw you and thought, here we go, it's good, good opportunity. And then saw you ramming a hot dog in your mouth and was like, oh, oh, aye. Yeah. Was it a good one? It was ah, very good. From the fan zone at half time, very good. Highly recommend. Highly but recommend. in all fairness, as you saw, because I replied, I went out on Sunday and did a four point summit mile run. That being off half the hot dog. Yeah, my calf went on the run completely, locked. So oh. Monday, I went for a four-mile walk because I was off work Monday while the log burn was being put in. Uh, and I went physio Monday night, who loosened it off and that. So I haven't ran since Monday till today. I got back. I've been up side for the last couple of days. So I got back. I should have been up another day, but I've had to come back for work tomorrow. So I've been for a run when I've grown. I've run another 4.3 miles tonight. Happy days. So we're getting that, and we're really dragging this out now. Stop me getting bed, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, because... Um, <laughs> well, to, to, Tom asked me in Hamburg if I could do it, because like, we were horrible to him when, when he was doing his running to the pod. So he said, yeah. next time, Ben says he's tired. See, see how long you can drag it out for. So Yeah, I, I think we've done enough now. That one's for you, Thomas. But yeah. yeah. But, I what, think what, he's getting me back, because he had my ticket for Morecambe, because obviously I originally got a ticket for Morecambe when it was on the Saturday. Couldn't go on the Tuesday night because of work, and he had me ticket. I think he was just getting me back for making him sit through that. Yeah, that that could be also. I don't blame him either. I'll no. Give it another ten minutes. He did text me and ask for a refund on Wednesday. I told him no. <laughs> ah, brilliant. Yeah. Right. Well, on that note, let's say Johnny's will be open Friday and Saturday, Friday, Saturday and Sunday. I might be down tomorrow night myself. I've spoke to Johnny earlier, and he says come down for a game of dominoes. So I'm out down for a game of dominoes tomorrow. There you go. See, see if you can get down tomorrow. See, see, see Bez in the corner playing dominoes. Yeah. Um, he likes his five and twos, his six and ones, whatever it was. Fives and threes. Yeah, that's what I said. So get yourselves down there, enjoy it. Um, if you if you're heading off to Bolton, hopefully it's not as dr- dull and dreary as we, we've just made it out to be. Um, one tip. When you when we are three 0 down at half time, they do not let you leave the ground before half time. It's frustrating as hell. I just wanted to go home last time, and they would not let me leave. You have to wait till after half time. If you ask uh, if you can leave early, do they say tough sheet? Oh well, that's next season, isn't it? Yeah, next season it will be the tough sheet stadium. <laughs> tough we, did, sheet we, did, stadium. we did one hour thirty minutes then before you got that in. <laughs> before a tough yeah. sheet gag came about, yeah, impressive. <laughs> Let me ask you this before we go, because I'm dragging it out now. Yeah, yeah. Tough, tough sheet, come in and offer us £1 million a season for the next five seasons. Do you take it to be the tough sheet yeah. stadium? Could yeah, do. I would. I would. You could play the really tough sheet stadium for that. If yeah. Bet365 came in and offered me a million quid, I'd call it the Bet365 stadium. I do not give a shit where the money comes. Where My morals go out the window when money comes. So. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Anyone but Poundland. <laughs> yeah. I take Poundland. Like I say, my morals go out the window. If they're giving me a million quid, call it what you want. Yeah, fair enough. Right, let's go. 
Yeah, off we pop. So everyone enjoy yourself. Regards to the result, have an ale and up the veil. This break is brought to you by Adobe Photoshop. Here's a fun fact. Every day, millions of people around the world use Photoshop to create all kinds of cool stuff. Designs for t-shirts and posters, graphics to promote brands and businesses, images for social and websites. Anyone can do it. And to the guy who put a bulldog's head on a parakeet's body, you, sir, are a genius. Get started for free today. Click or tap the banner to head over to Photoshop.com. So, it's full time from the pod, and we've just lost again. And now it's time for a treat. What are you looking for, Bez? Well, I'm looking at who's cost us today. Was it the ref? Was it the players? But whoever it was, cheer yourselves up. Get yourselves to McDonald's. Get yourself a Big Mac tonight and enjoy it through the app. Johnny? Yeah, there we go. So, order make delivery on, on the app. It's at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more details. And don't forget, have an ale and up the veil. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.